Welcome to Get Amplified, the podcast for tech industry leaders and aspiring leaders, covering topics from keeping up with the pace of change, staying fulfilled in your role and looking out for the well-being of your team and yourself. This podcast is brought to you by the Amplified Group. Um, so in the spirit of technology, we're actually here virtually together. We're all in different places. So I'm your host, Sam Routledge. Um, we've also got on the line from Deepest Darkest Oxfordshire, Vicky. Hi, so Vicky Reddington. Hi, Sam. And over in the Netherlands, we've got Sha. Hi, Sam. Great to be here. So first thing to start with, ladies, is why we've decided to put this podcast together. Sha, do you want to start? Yeah, let me kick it off. So it was really because our, our clients asked us to do this. They said we had a lot to say, which first of all made me smile. <laughs> That's totally clear. Yeah, <laughs> I know that well. <laughs> But really, it was just because they said you've got some great things to share. You've got some great experiences since you set up Amplify. And, and we just think it's a good thing for you to do. And, um, and we agreed. Makes sense, Vicky. Yeah. And because we have got this wealth of information, it's more actually that we wish we'd known this 20 years ago. There's you a know? lot of things when I wish I'd known. I know. Exactly. So, you know, if you wish you'd known this 20 years ago and some of this stuff, is super simple and actually we probably do a lot of this subconsciously and sometimes it works yeah. and sometimes it doesn't work and we don't really analyze why it's worked or why it doesn't work because we're all in such a rush to get on to the next thing you just get on with it you just do it you don't think about what you're doing no and it's it's having that conscious appreciation for these things and doing them purposely that that can really make a difference and it's those kind of things that we want to share so none of this will be rocket science and actually a lot of it people will have heard before in some kind of yeah. different way but it's about spelling it out in a really meaningful way that people can do something with and we want to make it really practical so that you can actually rather than just listen to us actually go off and, and do something with it that can make life at work more effective and ultimately more fun yeah. So on that note, I'm going to let you know what we're going to cover in this episode. So we're going to share with you why we created the Amplified Group, but we're also going to cover how having an, the understanding of your personality type and that of others you work with has a huge impact on how you can work together effectively as a team. So for our listeners who, who don't necessarily know, well, any of us, I suppose, but but that don't know you two, you talked about your 20 years of experience. Um, clearly you've worked together for quite a bit of that. Do you want to give us a bit of a background on, on where you've come from and how you got to where you are today? Vicky, you can go first. Yeah, thanks, Sam. So, um, so I started life as a teacher, um, really wasn't very good at that. Um, I realized that I don't conform very easily. We've seen that in action. <laughs> yes, more, more of that to come. Um, and then I literally fell into IT, um, where I worked for distribution to start with, and then I worked for Citrix in numerous different roles, from being a tech evangelist to managing the Microsoft relationship when it was just starting out, to launching their virtual desktop product globally, to running their global SMB business. So lots and lots of different roles, but all of those roles were on the forefront of change. So anything new coming out, I was kind of in the forefront of that. And then I moved to VMware, where I was the first person in VMware 
not focused on their core products. So my job was to bring new products to market in Europe. And every time a new solution or product came out from VMware, it came through my team. I was fortunate to, to work with Shah right back in the early days at Citrix. And we always worked so well together. So it's probably a good time to, to hand over great. to Shah. Shah, bit on your background then? Yeah, so, well, unlike Vicky, I selected high tech as a career path, not long after I finished studying, actually. I moved to London and I quickly realized that I studied art and that wasn't really gonna pay the bills. <laughs> so I had to find a career and high tech was the one and I guess that, that just fitted. I went on to work within the partner ecosystem in distribution and then I went on to work for vendors such as Citrix and VMware. And at Citrix, I, I led partner programs, communications, ops, incentives and rewards. It was a great ride. It was never a dull moment. It really was so rewarding. And when it was the most rewarding was when I was working in the right team dynamic. That's when we had some huge successes. So we had some real firsts, like creating tools to manage their co-op system, running partner communications team that really understood how to deliver and work with partners and, and deliver short and snappy messages to them. And, and so they could take that then to their customers. But my absolute pleasure was working with world-class teams like Partner Operations, for example, who were the Partner Program Response team. They were based in Milton Keynes and they were run by a fantastic group uh, called uh, Constant Solutions and uh, headed up by Jim and Antonella. And if they're listening, you're the best. And then I worked for VMware running their partner enablement and go-to-market strategy for end-user computing. That's really led me to doing this. I realized that my favorite thing to do is to orchestrate teams to do great things. And when you get it right, it just feels so bloody good. Was there a point where you two were, the, were working for the competition, where one of you was at VMware and one of you was still at Citrix? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Vicky drew me over to the dark side. Fantastic. I did. I did, but at that time, so we were still really good friends, but you know, we could not talk about work. Yeah. It's probably worth me giving our listeners a little bit of a background on, on my experience. So um, I was part of the Softcat journey for 20 years. I sort of, a bit like you, Vicky, I suppose, I stumbled into the job having failed to be a rock star. Um, still, still trying, I must admit, still failing. But hey, well, you, um, you definitely look the part of the <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Um, compensating for the lack of long flowing hair with a long flowing beard, <laughs> at least. Um, and I, I joined um, um, in sales and uh, progressed through sales, ran one of the sales teams, and eventually set the services business up, um, ran the services business within Softcat for a, a number of years, and then moved to a strategic role and finished up as, as CTO. Um, and had just, I mean, obviously there's a load of more detail behind all of that, but had just the most amazing time. Um, I'm still still involved. Um, I still have some lifelong friends who are there and who, who were there. Um, and, you know, I can't fault the 20 years that I spent in the organization. I was lucky enough to meet you two ladies as part of my work with the uh, VMware Partner Advisory Council, where basically, I guess we tried to gang up on the Americans to make sure that at VMware, we're doing the right Sam, things for their partner you're not supposed to say that, but yes, exactly that's pretty happened. much how it works, isn't it? And it did work. We got an awful work. lot of things changed we got a through, lot done. We got through a lot working done. together. 
the for the benefit of, the, of the, the UK and the European partner communities. Uh, so how did you end up doing what you're doing then? The last job that I had at VMware, um, I was asked to as a new organisation. I got to work with the head of talent development and he introduced us to this idea of, of a more conscious way of developing teamwork. And he actually suggested as I ran my first um, team meeting to get my team to watch a Simon Sinek video and to watch a Patrick Lencioni video. Now, and Simon Sinek's the power of why guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And he is very well known. So it's not often that you come across somebody in tech that hasn't heard of Simon yeah. Sinek. Yeah. He's done a tremendous job of getting the word out. Um, and, and he paints an, a wonderful picture of what the world should look like at, at, at work and how people should have purpose and feel fulfilled and understand why and why that makes such a difference in organisations. So, sorry, Vic, I was going to say, he also paints a picture of why what's not good. He kind of tell you, tells you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And also what you shouldn't do. In the boat. Yeah. yeah, equally yeah. important. And that, that's the point, really, because what Lencioni does, although Lencioni is not well known this side of the pond, it's very who, rare. Who is he? Who, so this is, is Lencioni? Patrick Lencioni, and he wrote a Wall Street Journal bestseller 15 years ago now called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and it still continues to be a bestseller. And he's brought numerous books out since. But, um, but what Lencioni does is, to, if you imagine, like, um, I'm, I'm drawing a picture here of above the line, you've got this amazing world that Sinek paints, and then, and then you want to know the steps of how to get to that. That's what Lencioni does. He gives you really practical steps on to how to make work feel more fulfilled, have more purpose, have that trust in the organization that you can feel safe enough that someone's got your back, have everybody aligned going in the same direction and deliver great results. So what we all dream of, there is actually a practical process to get there. So what we've done as the Amplified Group is learnt from that and now we work with tech companies on how to do that and and it's taking a lot of stuff that we kind of did unconsciously because sometimes we'd have a team and it would really work well and we'd, we'd perform amazing things and then other times you'd think why can we just not get everybody on the same page well what we can share is when you can't get someone on the same page immediately there is a process that you can go through to make that happen yeah, and, and I'll add to that is the fact that we have all, all of us worked in functional and, and frankly dysfunctional teams, yeah? And it's how to recognise that every team is able to come together with the, with the right energy and the right steps and the right process to become functional and, and it can work. So it's just, uh, it's recognising consciously where there are areas that you can improve on, how you can work better together to get those collective results and, and feeling good about it. Yes. And I think one thing that I think is also really important, what we've just described is what we do. Why do we really do it is, is actually because one of the things that, that you talked about earlier, Shah, was the fact that 
growing up at Citrix, and Sam, you talked about it at Softcat, and Softcat yeah. is one of the fortunate places that still has it now, is it, it felt like a family. It was an amazing place to work. Everybody was going in the same direction. It wasn't about people's personal agendas. We just yeah. needed, and we had an objective to get into the top 10 software companies globally. And that was, that was a really big deal back then. And we were all just going in the same direction and it was fun. And you know, you talked, Sam, about making lifelong friends. Well, we yeah. also absolutely, in fact, we had a Citrix reunion um, yeah, you showed me back. the photos. There's loads of people yeah. I know from there, and there. Yeah, it was amazing. It was back in November, and we had, you know, more than a hundred people there coming in from all over Europe from those early days at Citrix because there was just this amazing connection. But what happened as Citrix scaled, and they scaled very quickly, and they brought in people that didn't quite fit the culture of the company, and it changed. And you know, I've had a conversation with Mark Templeton, the former CEO, about this. And he recognized that, that that happened. So so our why for what we do, why we do what we do now, is because we want to work with organizations that are still in that fantastic place where it feels like a family and they're in a high growth mode, that how they keep that as they grow. Give them the because, tools to maintain that culture and that dynamic. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, is that. the one thing yeah. that we always worked as hard as we possibly could to maintain at Softcat because that was the point of differentiation, really. Yeah, it's it's a very very interesting process, and and not to plug someone else's podcast, but if you are looking <laughs> out for podcasts, Patrick Lencioni's podcast is is fantastic. It really does um, give you an insight to to his thinking and why he's come up with this. It's probably worth mentioning. You know, I say he's not well known this side of the pond but he's in the top five business speakers in the US so he's really wow. well known over there but we're, we're fortunate to be able to share and bring his stuff here into Europe so so that's pretty cool. Sounds good so have you always been called the the Amplified Group or uh, was wow. there another name in the dim and distant past <laughs> did I hear? Oh may I share that with you Sam? I'd Go love for it go for it hit us with it. We haven't always been called the Amplified Group no um, Vicky has great, magnificent ideas, and one of her ideas was to come up with a, a name which was called Tribal Woohoo. And, okay. and after my initial shock of how on earth can I tell her, no, I don't like the name, um, I kind of got with the tribal thing because at the, at the time it was trendy. But the woohoo thing, I couldn't quite get. And I know Vicky can explain to you why. Um, it's that noise you make when you're excited and you're pumped. Woo. Well, it is ex it is exactly that, Sam. So we we did both agree that tribal was a really good word for us. But it was, tri it was really difficult to come up with tribal something that differentiated yeah. us. Um, and at the time, my son was three. And he had only two words in his vocabulary. One was, uh-oh when things weren't going so well. And the other was Wahoo. And yes, he would put his arms in the air, just like you just did then, and, and celebrate Wahoo. So I thought, tribal Wahoo. Anyway, we have Paul Weifels, who is the MD of the Chasm Group and a, and a, a great friend and supporter of us, um, to thank for saving us and for, for putting Shah out of her, oh my God, here we go again, Vicky. Um, in that I, I had dinner with him in London when we were just starting out and explained what we were doing. And he said, Vicky, you do know what woohoo means in the US, don't you? And you can't use that word. He said, but 
go and see how Christina Aguilera talks about Wahoo and then you'll realise it is an absolute <laughs> no-no. So thank you, Mr. That Michael. Killed, that killed that one off. It yes. did, absolutely. So then we needed to come up with a plan for Amplified. Yeah. And, and one of the things we yeah. did very much agree on is we wanted to come across, we, you know, we are very much business people as opposed to the traditional consultants, okay? Yeah. We, we, you know, we, we're learning our craft as we go along and we're really excited about it, but we didn't want to be come across as very serious consultants. So we wanted something a bit more informal. So from a graphical point of view, we both agreed that we were going to come up with a lovely stick man who we call Hero. Yeah. Because we want to make not us the hero, but our clients the heroes. Yeah. So if sense. they if they engage with understanding how uniting teams is actually going to bring them the better results and make them feel fulfilled, then they're definitely our hero. So we came up with this great guy. Um, and actually on this podcast, we've decided that we're going to ask all of our guests going forward to tell us who their hero is because it gets us to understand the type of person they are and the type of people they look up to so um maybe sam you could share with us somebody that you oh. think might be your hero from the past absolutely so in the context of, of the wonderful journey we had at softcap um i guess a bit like vicky i was kind of the change agent so i was always the geeky guy who don't who get on board with the latest tech and try and get everybody talking about it and try and get our customers involved in it and try and build the, the services that would deliver on that. And I guess I was always the big picture guy who would look and try and see where the industry was going, get some things wrong, occasionally get some things right, but basically set something of a direction. And I must admit, sometimes I lacked a little bit of detail in, in that regard. So the guy who I'm going to call out as my hero um, was the guy who helped me beyond measure with our softcat journey. He's a chap called Gareth Williams, who was uh, services operations manager, head of technical operations, various different different titles we gave him over time. Who was absolutely my right hand man. And between the two of us, between my understanding of where we were trying to get to and his absolute maniacal focus on detail and execution, we were just the best team ever. And I couldn't have got to where I got and we couldn't have got as a services group within within Softcat to where we got to. So thank you, Gareth. You are my hero. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and, and that's obviously because you recognised that Gareth was a very different personality type. Yeah. I mean, I think I was helped by, you know, by Martin in particular, Martin Hellowell, um, who was at the time MD and then CEO and now chairman, who's a, you know, a, a good, very good judge of, people and you know, he was always on at me to focus on follow through and follow follow up and execution and I think he, he kind of engineered that Gareth would work with me because I think he realized that we had almost opposing skill sets and between the two of us it, it would it would be a, a really good thing and I think that's the way it turned out. Clever man. The way you've just described your relationship with Gareth we are so different so i'm very much a big picture and i'm already on step five and shari constantly saying to me we haven't even done step one yet just slow down let's get this right talking about different personality types you might have noticed that i haven't said very much because i just don't feel comfortable about doing this 
that my personality kind of lends itself more comfortably to structuring the podcast, the editing, the content development. It's, it's having that conscious understanding of yourself and your own personality type, but also how other people's personalities are too. And that is the big takeaway, really, just for this. And it's super simple. Give us a practical approach to that then, bit before we finish. Yeah, okay. So there's, there's loads of different personality type assessments out there. Um, and I think we're going to cover those at a later time. I got introduced to this, actually, again, through, through the training that we've gone through, through Amplified. So just very simply, if you just think of two different axes, so if you think of a vertical axis, and at the top of that axis, you've got, are you active, fast-paced, assertive, and bold? And then at the bottom of it, are you thoughtful, moderate-paced, calm, and methodical? So where are yeah. you on that? on that vertical line and then on the horizontal axis uh, uh, the, on the right hand side you've got are you accepting people focused and you're open to new ideas and receptive and agreeable or on the left hand side of that horizontal axis you're questioning and skeptical and you're logic focused and objective and challenging you know where you are on those two axes and not just where you are but you can figure out who the people that you're talking to. So now when I'm meeting people for the first time, when I can figure out where they are, I can adapt and know, do I need to do this big picture thing? Or actually, do I just need to delve in and just give them a bit of detail that's going to make them feel confident to continue that conversation? With Comfortable, me? So, maybe. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Whereas before, I just think people were being aloof. or But it's not. They're, they're, they're just different. And everybody's different. And actually, you get a great team when you do have everyone that's different, because you have those different perspectives. Yeah. It's not about pigeonholing yourself into this is me and this is who I am. And it's not about saying the best team is the one that has all of that. It's about understanding where you're at and understanding yeah. if there are gaps. Say you don't have anybody who's very structured on your team. How are we going to fix that? Maybe we bring somebody outside of the team to help yeah. with that. Like you did with Gareth. Maybe I yeah. really need a Gareth on my team. And if I can't have a Gareth on my team, practical things, I can't hire somebody as a hire freeze or whatever, what can I do to make this team the best team that I can make? So it's understanding, having that consciousness is what makes you be able to build the stronger team, if that makes I think sense. That makes a lot, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the plan is to have more on these subjects next time and a variety of guests. So if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, uh, please subscribe and we'll, we'll make sure to enlighten you further in the future. Um, and we're also interested, if you've got a story to share that you think others could learn from, uh, please get in touch with us. We'd love to have uh, some, some different and various guests on the show in the future. Thanks for listening to Get Amplified from the Amplified Group and we'll see you next time.